0: Hey everyone, it's Queen, and I'm here to welcome you to the Queen and Pops Experience with myself and Pops from DYWTSB, the Did You Write This Stuff Pro podcast on the Midwest Sports Network.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful episode of the Queen and Pops Experience. This week, we had the extreme displeasure of watching a shitty horror show put on by the WWE. Fuck me, Sharon. What did we watch, Queen?
0: (laughs) I have no idea. So here's the real tea, y'all. Like As you know... Because I've said it publicly, and, like, for those of you who listen to the show, you know how I feel. I haven't watched the E in a, w- in a long time. Like, weekly E in a long time. I watched NXT a little, and then I watched, you know, their takeover but uh, in your house, and that was it, right? So I turned on this show, and the night before was anniversary, and I was talking to my friend Fowl. And he's like, oh, you know Extreme Rules is tomorrow? I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, Yeah. Extreme Rules. It's called the horror show at Extreme Rules. I said, why? Is it Halloween? And he said, no. He goes, but there's going to be a swamp match. I said, what? <laughs> he goes, there's also going to be an eye for an eye match. I said, what? <laughs> so that was my introduction to um, extre- horror show at Extreme Rules. I don't. I had no idea what was happening. I, I only saw like <clears throat> briefly on the TL the a uh, match that Asuka was going to fight uh, Sasha. So I was like, all right, like, that'll be good. And that's the only thing I knew about this show. <laughs> so, I, I don't know what we watched.
1: Yeah, I have not watched a full episode of Raw in months. I, I try. But, the, like, here's the thing. The last time I turned it on... Before, like, I tried to, I knew Extreme Rules was coming on. But the last time I turned on, there's a fucking basketball competition mm-hmm. between, um. Street yeah.
0: Profits. Yeah, Street Profits and
1: the Viking Raiders. And then the next week, there was, like, an axe-throwing contest. Bless. And then, I, I was like, okay, cool. Um, that's not very creative. So then I kind of turned out. And then I hear they fired Paul Heyman. So I was like, okay, now I really have no reason to watch because he was pushing everybody that I cared to get a push. Um, You know, Apollo, Liv, all of them. Oh, and then MVP is on the screen every Monday with um, the almighty piss break, uh, Bobby Bitchley. And I just don't have patience for that shit. Because, look, if you... To be a complete wrestler, okay, minus Brock Lesnar... You need to be able to cut a promo that people care to listen to. He talks, I fall asleep, and then I wake up and I feel like he's still in the same thought because he forgot where he was when he started. And I'm only like three seconds into this promo and he's lost already. MVP should have retired um, when Ray retired him like 18 months ago or whatever it was. It feels like forever ago before this COVID shit. But COVID really fucking exposed the creative team in WWE, if you ask me. When oh, oh, I'm sorry. Here we go. You're all right. So no when, when the only creative thing you can come up with is an eye for an eye match, and then you're going to try to tell people you're going to extract somebody's eyeball, and that's how you win? How in the fuck, if I'm watching that with my fucking eight-year-old daughter, am I supposed to explain that? Oh, it's okay, honey. In this (laughs) fake sport of wrestling, he just needs to pop his eye out for a little bit, and then he wins. No big deal. That's stupid. Mm
0: -hmm. Fuck
1: you. Fuck you for insulting my intelligence, motherfuckers. Okay? I'm sorry for my language, too, by the way, because I know it's Sunday and it's the Lord's Day, but forgive me, but they put that shit out on the Lord's Day, too, and they fucked it all up for everybody. Huh. What did you think of that?
0: So, <laughs> once I kind of figured out what was actually happening, I tweeted out, I stopped watching WWE for a while, I come back, and we're extracting eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on? I thought just thought that was, was like, a good idea? I, I have no like, idea. But, like, look at the two people in that match. Like, I don't like Seth Rollins' new character. I don't like Seth Rollins, period. But... You're putting Seth Rollins in the ring with Rey Mysterio. Which, by the way, we'll get to it when we talk about it, was a great match. But you put this ridiculous on top of it? Like, how am I supposed to deal with that? I have no idea. It just seems seems like there there are two types of people in the wrestling business during this pandemic. The ones who do shit responsibly, and it's good, and WWE. (laughs) That's what it feels like to me. It's just... Horse shit on their policies. Horse shit that they put on the screen. And you gotta feel for some of them. Like, some of these people, it's like, oh, this could be so great if they just stopped. Like, just stop and let them wrestle. Just don't say anything. It's gonna be fine. Just let it be what it is. And, and I don't know. This is, like, doing too much. This is, like, the people who put, like, the weirdest shit on their pizza. You know?
1: Like, anchovies and pineapple on the same thing.
0: Right. And, like peanut butter and buffalo chicken and anchovies and pineapple like shit that just does not go together right is
1: how i feel feel you like
0: Like chocolate it's good
1: like now i'm hungry not for (laughs) the pizza that you just described but for like a good one like a a, all meat. whatever anyway let's let's just take a step back i'm gonna take a breath and um uh, yeah. Like let's let's start at the top, like the bottom of the card. Let's just go through the okay. card, and I'll try to see if I can get through one match without shitting on it completely. All
0: right, let's do it. So let's talk about the fact that uh, the pre-show was Kevin Owens versus Buddy Murphy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I tuned into this late. I, I didn't have time to watch the pre-show. Normally I'm around, like cooking dinner or whatever. Didn't watch it, but I just saw like some gifs of of KO. He was on the pre-show. He tweeted out, kick off Kevin Owens versus Buddy Murphy. Uh, did you see that?
1: Uh, no, I didn't, but I heard that it was the best match of the night.
0: That's what I heard, too. So I'm kind of mad that I didn't watch it.
1: Right, me too. Um,
0: not, not surprised, though, because Kevin Owens right. uh, is is great. Um. I, I didn't know really why they were fighting, but that was fine. I think it's a Seth Rollins well, ben, see, he's
1: kind of like Ben. Oh, me. See, it's weird from what I, and I might be wrong. So, you know, at me if I am, but it it seems like KO, Aleister Black.
0: Mm.
1: Um, Ray, Ray's kid. Yeah. Sometimes Big Show, I think. <laughs> so, sometimes the Viking Raiders, sometimes the Street Prophets mm-hmm. uh, I don't. Anyway, I got lost in that because it doesn't make any sense. But anyway, they're all against us. Uh, this fake ass Jesus character that Seth has going yeah. on, and I think that Buddy is still with him. I'm not sure about. I think Austin Theory might be with him. I don't know. I don't pay attention.
0: I I don't know what's going on, but what I do know is that apparently it was announced like a couple hours before the show actually started. So it was kind of like one of those surprise matches they just threw in there Um, and supposedly it was great. So that's all I can really say about that. And the only thing I didn't like is why is Kevin Owens on a pre-show? But that's a story for another day. The opening match of Extreme Rules or excuse me, the horror show at Extreme Rules was for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships in a tables match. New Day, Kofi, and Biggie versus Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. So this is another thing that's been going on. I guess they, the Cesaro, Shinsuke put the New Day through tables or something. So that's how this all started. And then they had some spot with like D-Von backstage. I don't know. However, uh, we got and new. Tag team champions in Cesaro and Shinsuke, and they they like went at Kofi Kingston in this match. Like I felt like he was taking the brunt of all the brutality. He went through both of those stacked tables too at the end spot. Um, so this was this was very brutal in a lot of ways. Like I felt like Kofi took a lot of spots that I was like, whoa, okay, whoa, chill out. <laughs> but uh, I actually thought it was very good. It was a great way to open the card. Because I didn't see KO, I thought that this was one of the better matches of the night. Uh, and I haven't had time to go back yet.
1: What do you think? Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with everything you said. I can't shit on this. Um, I mean, and how could you? Even if this was a bad match, these four would make it look good. Yes. So, um, uh, truth be told, I haven't watched a SmackDown, I don't know, probably since it hit Fox. because same. I mean, I do shit on Fridays and it's not really on my bucket list to watch every Saturday morning. So Uh, I feel bad saying that because like Alexa's on SmackDown and Nikki's on SmackDown and that's all I care about on SmackDown. Meh. Anyway,
0: next. Next was the, one of the ladies you were just talking about, but both of them came out, uh, Nikki Cross versus bailey for the smackdown women's championship um the best part about this for me was the pre pre pre-match little thing with asuka and kairi and alexa giving nikki a pep talk it was just like really cute and wholesome and i'm gonna miss kairi because she's going back to japan but like good for her though um i didn't i didn't like this match very much i actually thought nikki looked not great she didn't
1: look like she belonged in a title match
0: yeah, that's a great way to put it. And and that's a sad thing to say. Like, sometimes I feel like I go back and I think about my Nikki Cross fandom. And, and when I really break it down, I'm a fan of her character work. And all this did was make me miss the Nikki we had in NXT. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if we had a little bit of that character here and she wasn't face with Alexa, I might have been more invested in this match. She didn't need to be heel. She could just be a little, you know, off kilter, hinges undone kind of thing. Yeah, um, like the real
1: Nikki.
0: Right, the real Nikki, the the one that drew us all in in the first place, just to give us a little bit more, oomph in this story, I just didn't like it. I think Bailey and Sasha have been really kind of the standard bearers during this time. They put on a lot of great work, apparently, in the weekly shows and on the pay per views. I'm sure But I still don't so. like Bailey. I don't. I don't like her. I, I've never really. She's never been my favorite favorite, but I, I there's parts of Bailey I like, but even this, I just, I kind of thought it was messy for me. And like, I uh, knew Nikki wasn't going to win. So, you know, yeah. kind of takes the enjoyment out of it.
1: I don't really understand. I do actually know that I say it. Bailey has to be the champion just because of the depth of roster,
0: mm.
1: you know, I, for whatever reason, they're, they've look. Alexa is not a tag team wrestler. Alexa right. is a full on heel killer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When she, when they when they do it right, but they've decided that they should just put her with Nikki so that they can have a tag team division. But then let's let's have freaking Sasha and Bailey just hold on to them. Like where are the iconics? Like where like. This whole division seems like Becky and Charlotte took off and the division is like...
0: And they have the ability to fix that. And they just don't do it. It's It's
1: maddening. You know what? I'm going to be perfectly honest. I really feel like COVID was the worst thing for women's wrestling. As a whole. I'm not seeing great women's wrestling in AEW either. Nope. So Some of it is good. Okay, so but not all of I, it. let me just say um, the major companies. I haven't really been following indies. I'm sure that there are a lot of great indie wrestling matches going on. I would hope, but I mean, women's wrestling in WWE, nah. AEW, nah. You know, it's like,
0: eh. It's nothing NXT, I can. Like, NXT has the strongest right now. But WWE's flapping. Where's Naomi? Where is the ex EST of NXT? Where's Bianca yeah. Belair? Why are you not using that powerhouse? Yeah, I can't.
1: Well, and then they have like. So I don't know. I guess I I, I did watch a little bit of a SmackDown just because I heard something stupid was gonna happen, and then it did, and it was like some fucking karaoke contest, or something with Lacey Evans and Naomi and I don't know two other people and it was horrible but that's what they're doing like that's what I'm saying like right. creativity is like out the window yeah. you have you have an opportunity to do whatever the yeah. slate has been wiped clean you can make up shit and mm-hmm. make it be cool you don't have to do stupid shit anyway I know next
0: I just it's It is what it is. well this this is this infuriates me this next thing. Supposedly we were supposed to have a United States Championship match from Apollo Crews and MVP. But like, I don't know. this is another thing. this is because I do, I haven't been watching, but I, I do know, based on what I saw and some of the highlights and what i read, there's a new championship. The MVP like brought it out or whatever. Presented it, like declared himself the champion, but like wasn't the champion, whatever. But like Apollo Cruz hasn't been on television for weeks on end. Okay, I think he's hurt. Well, that's what they say, right? If you take the excuse at kind of like face value for what they're telling us, he was hurt weeks ago by Bobby, and mm-hmm. is unable to compete. But like then why advertise him then? Don't if he's out hurt, then he's out hurt. Don't advertise him in a match. It makes no sense well, to me. But More. I think
1: I think they did that. I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. I right. I can rationalize why they did that so that MVP could just declare himself as the champion right now to continue that feud when he does come back because MVP has this stable that he's creating called Hurt Business or something like that, which is hurting the business. So it's kind of ironic, but it's like Bobby Lashley him and now Shelton Benjamin apparently joined last night.
0: I have no idea. So
1: yeah, so I think what they're trying to do is come up with like a 2020 version of the Nation of Domination. So I mean, I can rationalize why they did that with that, but I can't rationalize just scheduling him.
0: Yeah, don't schedule match. him then. Just have him come out and say, he can't be here, so guess what? I'm stripping him of his title and I'm going to be the new US champion, even though he can't really do that, right? You could still do that without advertising and match because to me it's like, if it's COVID-related, and that's really why he's not here, then why don't you just say something? Because they put the kibosh on all of that. Because now no one's allowed to say their medical status anymore. I don't know. It's it's just shady, and this just makes me angry. So, like, I got popcorn during this time. The next section is what we went off about, well, he went off about at the beginning of the show, which is an eye for an eye, Ray Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. Um... The only way to win is to gouge out your opponent's eyeball. And Seth brought pliers.
1: Yeah. I...
0: And I feel like if they, like I said earlier, if they had just taken this eyeball thing out of it and made it just like no DQ or whatever, I think this would have been much better received.
1: Like a first blood something. <clears throat> first
0: blood. Put him in a stretcher. I don't care. Do something else other Um, than this eyeball shit. I just thought this was just the most ridiculous insanity that I cannot wrap my brain around it. I don't... I mean, it could have been worse, I suppose. But the fact that Seth puked afterwards... And we're wa- And we're focusing on him throwing up afterwards. I don't. I don't get this. I, I don't understand what this is. I don't. I don't like it. That's yeah.
1: Asking. I think that someone like if the crowd, a couple of people in the crowd that were right there would have started yakking.
0: Yeah.
1: That would have been cool.
0: Sure. But I There's I don't a know blood. There's know. A blood out of eyeball. Where's mind. your blood packet?
1: That's nice that I, I don't know. Whatever.
0: Like guys, uh, you can make blood. Fake blood is not hard to make.
1: Yeah. Try but you do catch it during up. a
0: pandemic. It's at fucking CBS. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't want to really, in really catch in your eyeball, but there's there's a safer way to do it. But yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's just, just dumb. Like we'll if you're gonna first of all, if you're in like a blood feud to yeah. the point where you want to extract somebody's eye, you better <laughs> damn well step on that eye when you pull it out, son. Otherwise, you're just a bitch. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Well, he was. I mean, he threw up afterwards. Like, I want to
1: know if the kid is under contract, Uh, whatever his name is, Ray's Um, kid, because Ray's not. He's handshake week to week. If I were Ray and I had to go through this and and losing after all of, like, where's his comeuppance? That's what pay-per-views are for, you know? Right. He's been getting beat down and whatever. He has blinded and uh, that same whatever for weeks. Why didn't he win? And since he didn't win, if I were him, I'd be like, I'm out. Peace. Mm -hmm. I'm not under contract. I'm going to go to AEW. Now, if his kid's under contract, I can understand him just kind of sticking around on that handshake until his kid's contract comes out, like runs out. Because, in my opinion, Dominic is better off in AEW. Because he's less of a character and more of a person, which is kind of what we have over there. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, that's enough of that bullshit.
0: Yeah. What What really made me angry about it is that it's all anybody could fixate on going into this next match, which I was the most excited for. It's the reason I turned on this pay-per-view. It was Asuka versus Sasha for the Raw Women's Championship. <sighs> this, to me, I, I was enthralled by their back and forth they were putting in work on one another the move set was crazy the the meteoras and the knees and the the need of the face that oscar gave sasha off the top rope oh my god it was like devastating and the frog splashes and just their their chemistry together and even the cute little moment when they were both on the mat and they both reached for each other to make sure that the other one was okay after a move which you see later, but even that, like just warms your heart about these two ladies. And this was great women's wrestling, especially when Sasha started saying, I have to be the champion, I have to. That moment in there was beautiful. And from that second onward, I give this an F. Everything before, you get a beautiful A from me. I thought it was great. The ending? Absolutely not.
1: Yeah. That and, and you know, to me, it's the same thing with the you know, that we had with Ray and Seth. Good match, shitty ending ruined it all for me.
0: Yeah.
1: But, and like you said, the back and forth was great. This was this was a great women's wrestling match on a WWE pay-per-view. Yes. Um but then You could clearly see Kyrie throw Asuka the mist bag, which kind of pissed me off because, I don't know, traditionally they carried it in their mouth the whole time, whatever. Um, But then, all of a sudden, Bailey can be a referee and count the three, and then Sasha's the champion. I have no idea what happened on Raw because that show sucked so bad I couldn't even think about turning on Raw yesterday. Um, We're recording the day after Raw. Uh, so I have no idea. Uh, I guess Stephanie McMahon came out and ordered a, a championship match, but I don't know for sure. And I don't fucking care, to be honest with you. So
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm so I, sad. I've been yeah. watching Raw since it started, and I could literally, it makes me sick yeah. watching it.
0: A lot of this is overbooked nonsense. This is a lot of what I give Cody crap for. It's a lot of overbooked things that don't need to happen. Stop muddying the waters. Let it go. Let it breathe on its own. WWE has consistently, in the last several pay-per-views, and apparently their shows too, have been booking these crazy, ridiculous, stupid finishes. Like, over and over and over and over again. Why do you need to do that? Why can't they just win or lose clean and only have a few little things in a show you know we I get feel... it. sasha and bailey cheat we get it why are you doing this this is so dumb i hate I, it
1: i feel like vince russo was back there for some reason
0: i don't know maybe i think there are better ways to accomplish the same thing they were trying to get across um any other way <sighs> moving on from that we had the wwe championship match Which was Dolph Ziggler versus Drew McIntyre. Dolph got to pick the stipulation, which basically was like, only Dolph can have extreme rules, not Drew. Drew has to be within the regular normal confines of a sanctioned WWE match. Can't get counted out, can't get DQ'd, or Dolph gets the title immediately. So from the second that stipulation came out, if you even thought that Dolph Ziggler had a prayer of winning, you knew that that wasn't going to happen. So, spoil that right away. Um, And I I think it had good moments. There were were cool parts in it. I kind of miss Ziggler in a lot of ways. Like the old Ziggler when he was champion with AJ and Big E and uh, that whole vibe. It it reminded me a little bit of that. I think the best part of the match was the psychology. it made it better than it probably really was um which is a testament to i think ziggler's ability i just think he's got a lot of underutilized stuff i think he'd be great as a as an evil heel champion again it just suits the guy um he tried everything he could to win obviously and then it just didn't work the claymore at the end though oh nice
1: yeah, I agree. Uh, I actually liked this dip. I like that they didn't announce it until right when the match was about to begin. Yeah. I thought that story part of it was good. Um, yeah, there was no chance in hell that, that Drew was going to lose, but it did make for a very interesting match. And it showed that, you know, it made Drew look smart as a champion and made him look it made him look vulnerable at moments, yeah, and it made him look strong at the end, which I think is how you should book your champion in a match, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I can appreciate be that.
0: can a squash every time, yeah.
1: Right, so I can't really shit on that. I think the, these mm-hmm. two executed very well. Um, and the, and that was the end of the pay-per-view.
0: That was the end of the actual pay-per-view. Um, what we got at the end, I... Huh. I, I um, boy, oh
1: boy. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, in Queens at a loss for words, we're fucked when they come I, out. I
0: um I, I don't know what to say about this. The wyatt Swamp fight, Strowman versus Wyatt. Um, it, it just was very not good. Um, the Bray match with Cena, I think, was the pinnacle of those types of matches with Bray and should have been left alone. This felt very much like it, except, like, the D-movie version of it. You know? Like, I'm going to get into your brain, Bray, and I'm going to have a snake bite you that's a python, and they don't bite. But whatever, I'm going to have it bite you. And they're going to have, like, lucid dreams, and, like, you're going to attack ninjas, and you're going to see Alexa Bliss as Sister Abigail, telling you that she wants to be with you.
1: Wait, hold on. You watched way more of this than I
0: did. I watched the whole thing because I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yes. Oh. (laughs) The best part about it was seeing Alexa Bliss's sister Abigail, and I'm just over here like, why wasn't this Nikki Cross from the fucking beginning? Anyway, moving on. There was a lot of stuff that happened here. Falling in the water, false finishes, The Fiend comes out in the end. Um, This this sucked. I, I know a lot of people are on the opposite side of this. There was a lot of reviews that came out that were like, this is what why it's made for. He's great at this kind of storytelling. Cinematic matches suit him and this is great. Yeah, you know what doesn't suit cinematic matches? Braun fucking Strowman.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: I don't care about Bray Bray Wyatt could do whatever he wants. If he wants right. to sit with his puppets in the Firefly funhouse for 20 minutes at the end of a pay-per-view, great, let's do it. Anything uh, that Bray Wyatt's involved in, I usually like. This? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I I I no. And then I didn't know, was it for the title? It wasn't for the title, apparently. It was just a Swamp match, but like bronze dead now. So what does that mean? I don't understand the point of this. And all the time I was just thinking, can Otis come in on one of those boats with a big ass fan like they do in the Swamps and just cash in and win a title? No, because there was no title match. But that's all I could think about that would save this for me. Also, I totally forgot that Otis was money in the bank. So there's that
1: was there even a ref no right so that's
0: why i'm saying i had no like, idea what was going on yeah. I don't the title it was not
1: i mean i heard swamp match and i was like okay this is gonna be stupid so i went to the bathroom and then i went outside and smoked a cigarette i had something to drink and then i came back so i missed all of the cool stuff that you were talking about and got to witness the end of it uh, which to me uh, I was like, okay, so what, what happened was at Mania, they did a Boneyard match, and it was brilliant. So they were like, oh, I know. Let's ruin cinematic matches altogether, and we'll do this shit. Yeah. And, then, and and I don't know. Maybe Sunday was like a everyone can get high and nobody can get in trouble on Monday deal, because if anybody liked this, they were high as a kite. It made no sense. Like, you had to, be, even if they weren't high, they were at least tripping on some acid, because that's the only way it would make sense.
0: Yeah.
1: You know? Right. Like, it just smoking peyote or Whatever the hell, they weren't sober. <laughs> no. Which, uh, I can imagine, if they watched the rest of the show and felt the way I did, they probably weren't sober at the end of the show. So, they probably like. I don't I mean
0: know. Godspeed. I don't know if. I mean, listen. If you like it, that's cool. You know how we are here. You do you, boo boo. That's fine. Not saying anything's wrong with you. I'm just saying, you like what you like, and I'm gonna like what I like. Cause that was not it for me, honey. That was not it. That made me zero interested in watching anything WWE again, until SummerSlam. Look, why I always watch SummerSlam. But like, I'm why doesn't
1: Bray the champion?
0: I, I don't know.
1: Like why. Why did Goldberg have to come in and fuck that up for us? And then Strowman, like, cool, he I can know. lift cars, great.
0: He can lift cars, but apparently he can't swim, so.
1: Okay, I, I can't swim either, so I ain't going mean, to fault him for that, but.
0: Well, he's supposed to be somebody who could do every, anything and everything.
1: So, well, here's the I don't thing. know what happened. If you're good, you can flow.
0: Apparently not.
1: You know, um, but. But wait, then did they murder somebody on their on their show?
0: Yes, he killed Braun Strowman on on the show. I'm pretty sure yeah, that's what I saw. We had an no?
1: extraction of an eye. We had a bullshit ref switch. Um, we had, and then we had a murder.
0: And we had a murder. And Kevin Owens was on the pre-show. That is all you need to know about this pay-per-view. Yeah. Right there, that sentence. <laughs> Again.
1: Holy shit. I, I feel like... You know what I feel like we should do? Should I feel we do? like we should just say goodbye to everybody.
0: <laughs> okay, let's say goodbye.
1: Um, and, and we'll apologize for... I hope we didn't ruin your Sunday, but last Sunday was ruined for us. Thanks, WWE. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and, and then maybe we should just turn it off and then go find something else to record so that we don't walk away angry.
0: That's a great idea. So that's what we're going to do. So for Pops and I... We'll catch you on the next one.
1: You're welcome.